0: Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and today I'm so thrilled to be talking about the wonderful movie, Hive. We are joined today by writer and director, Blirta Basholi as well as lead actress, Ilka Gashi. And... Blair, I wanted to start by asking about how you first discovered Fahadi's story with which the film is based on, um, because this is actually something where about 10 years ago you saw her on television talking about her personal experiences. And I was really interested in in what you were initially struck by from her story and how you initially started to see the idea of a film that could come together based on her experiences.
1: Yes. And yeah, really nice to be here and talking to you about our film uh well um I was in U.S. when I heard the story of Fahriye and uh, I was uh in a time when I was trying to do something with my life with my career uh studying for film and I was actually I think I was doing a homework and writing my second film at uh, NYU and um the TV story about Faria came on and my then boyfriend, now my husband likes to watch a lot of news (laughs) and luckily he heard the story and called me and told me there is this woman who uh, had lost her husband during the war in Kosovo and uh, started to work and got a driving license and she was produced about it. I was born and raised in Kosovo and I know the culture I come from this uh, society uh, and I'm proud of it. Uh, Yet I was really surprised uh, that she was Judith about it uh, so immediately we were really interested um, about this story and fortunately although i knew yuka goshi for a very long time because she's a really well-known actress um, I had worked with her on a short film just recently when I saw the story of Fahriyeh. So I think almost immediately we called you and told you about uh, this is a there's a really good story that we heard about. And our friend Armand was another actor, knew her personally. So I think we all of us should go and meet her. And I, I really immediately thought that Ulka Gosha should be the actress playing if this film will work out. Um, So we went and met Fahriye. uh, As soon as we came back to Kosovo, all together, we went with Ulka and Artan and our friend Arman. We went to meet Fahriye and to ask her if she'd like to make a a film about us. But about her but uh, in a way um I really wanted to meet her and I wasn't sure if she's gonna say yes um and because she did documentaries she did a lot of like tv stories and so I wasn't even sure what kind of person she is because I never met her before but I was like even if she doesn't accept I just really want to see this woman because it was so so really inspiring and encouraging to hear that or uh, above all, she could do it, and then uh, and how she succeeded with the business and everything. Uh, but she was so cool about it. She was really happy to meet us. She was happy to meet Ulka. She was so happy that Ulka is planned to portray her character, and she immediately said yes and it was really, really an open book um, to for us. She told us all her story. We stayed with her, I think, five or six hours, Ulka, when we met her the first time and really it was i think it was it was the strike from the first time we met her that this is such an interesting character this is such an amazing personality we
0: have to portray this character on big screen people really have to see it And I I love that in playing her that you were there for that very first meeting as well. And it's such an interesting character to play someone who's real, um, you know, but someone that, you know, the general audience is watching the film maybe don't know how she moves, how she speaks. So you can bring your own interpretation to the character. But at the same time, you're still honoring a real person. Um, And so how did you find the way that you wanted to play this character because of those two things? um well of course knowing faria and knowing her story from
2: uh, before helped a lot because i watched a lot of uh, her t- her tv interviews and uh, when we met her i i just fell in love with her immediately you know uh, because she's that kind of a person and and then uh, it took us almost 10 years to make the film but during those years when Blierta was writing the the script uh, and then taking taking a break, maybe or rewriting a draft or stuff like that. I I thought a lot about Fahriyeh and I went back and I watched again some some of her um, interviews on YouTube. And uh, we met her uh, like a couple of times. And uh, you know, when you play a real person, it's 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 a bit tricky because first of all, you want to honor them, and then uh, there's the pressure of um, are you good enough to to do that to honor them, and are they gonna like the way you portray them? Uh, but as an actor, it helps you because you have the real person right there. You can take notes. You know, you can um, you can observe them how they talk, they, their attitude, the way their energy, their, their vibe uh, is is around you or other people, and. Um, I love Fabiá so much, and uh, I thought about her like for such a long time, and it it was it became a mission and a dream for me to to portray this uh, this remarkable woman, and uh, of course I, I trusted Blierta, which is very important because um, I think when you make these kind of films, it's uh, absolutely uh, crucial to to have that kind of trust uh, director and actor together and uh, together to build it because you can do a great job but if they whatever edit your scenes or they don't they don't get that emotion out of you then your your work goes to hell you know and vice versa but we had that, uh, uh, we lived with this dream, both of us, me and Blierta, for a long time. And then um, we, just, we just were super honest on, on, on bringing everything that we knew and we could under those circumstances to honor Fahriyeh and to honor her story.
0: I also love that she she said at one point, I think to the two of you, that she thinks that she still would have started a business and still would have done many of these things, even if her husband had returned home. Um, and when you heard her say that, was it really important to make sure that you were telling a story about a woman who doesn't find strength because of the circumstances, but that that's always who she was? Because if we look at her at the beginning of the story, we already feel that in her essence. I'm really glad you brought that up Um, because,
1: yes, there was there were moments when people commented, even in the script stage, but also in the uh, in the first cut uh, of the film, that maybe the character is starting off strong and then we don't see her become strong throughout the film. And at some point I was like, I mean, that scene was always for me the first scene of the film. But then when somebody says, I was like, "I I might just try it. Okay, maybe you're right about it. And then I tried it the other way, and I was like, no, but Fahria was strong. Um, it's not, I mean, circumstances, of course, made her make a lot of decisions. But for me, when she told me that, uh, she would have done the same if her husband would have been alive. She, and she one time she told me she never imagined herself as a housewife. Nothing wrong for, with being a housewife if you choose to be. Um, but in villages like Khrusha, women are expected to be housewives. Uh, and whether they want that or not. And for me, uh, Fahriya's choice, she didn't even have a chance to go to university. So she's not even educated for business, but she had the vision. She had the love to do it. And she was like, I never imagined myself as a housewife. I always wanted to work. And if my husband would have been alive, I would have opened the business with him, and I was like, "Yes, but that's a cat." That's why she could do it all because uh, I know it happens that sometimes circumstances make you stronger, and then you become stronger, and that works really well on a storytelling. But Fahria was special about so many things because she um, she was a good businesswoman. She had a vision. She wanted to. She was like, "I want to stay. I wanted to stay sane for my kids, so I don't lose my kids." And she couldn't imagine herself just staying at home and and crying. So she's like, I wanted to do something. Of course I cried, but then I wiped my tears and went to work. And this is what helped all the other women as well, who helped her as well, that they just joined the forces together and moved on. And for me, that's like only a special person can do it. She was their leader. She was their uh, friend. She was their uh, psychologist because they would gather together to cry, laugh. And a lot of times she was like, when women were crying, I would just turn on the music and make them dance. And I was like, who does that? I mean, she just really didn't want to let, let them cry the whole time. And I thought from, and plus she was very present in the media, which this is how we got to see the story, but also how a lot of people got to know about her and were inspired by her. So she, she just changed the whole mindset from the whole village and, 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 and the country, I think. So in many levels, she was this special person that was strong from the beginning. I think that's why it was, for me, important that we see her from the beginning to get on
0: that truck because she, she was that kind of person. Yeah. And, and with her strength, Ilka, one of the things I love in your performance is it's not about the large actions, it's about the quiet moments and, and the resilience. And so there's a lot of internalized aspects to your performance throughout the film where we really see that resilience coming through in very quiet ways. And sometimes it's the things that she doesn't say that tell us just as much as, as what she does say to people. Um, and so how did you approach really finding that aspect of, of her and how you wanted to capture that in your performance?
2: Uh, well i'm I'm a very expressive person so physically it was it was brutal for me I had to tame everything about my my appearance and and uh, my expressiveness you know uh, but it was so empowering uh, to to be that still but in that stillness to have so much strength and so much power and to say a lot with silence. I never knew that silence can be that powerful you know. And uh, Faria is like that. I think sometimes people uh, might find her too cold, if I if I may say. But it's. If you know anything about Kosovo or Albanians in general about our culture, uh, you would understand completely why Fahia is the way I portrayed her because she really is like that. And because a lot of Albanian women, especially that generation of women, is like that. They are they are strong. They don't show that much emotion. They are very vulnerable, to be honest. But they don't show that much, you know. And um, we, worked, we worked with Glerta on on trying to 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 find those those uh points like she is about to break but she doesn't not in front of others because she is like that she she told herself that i'm going to be i'm going to do this for myself my kids my father in law my family and my community if i break Everybody will break. They were already broken people from the consequences of war, the poverty, uh, misogyny and everything that was going around uh, them. Uh, but she just had that and we needed to, to honor that and we needed to put that thing out there in the film through me, through Plierta, through through us together, you know, and um, there were moments that of course, you know, as an actor, you like to kind of like uh, not show off, but you you just have that need to maybe do something more or maybe do express a little bit more. But Pierta was very specific about how much she wants me to, to express, how much uh, she, she wants Fahriye to show, you know, and, and I trusted her artistic instinct, uh, because if I didn't, then, I mean, it, it, it would have been a problem for both of us. And that's how, that, that, that's how we did it. It was, uh, it, was, it was interesting, but also I, I found it very empowering, uh, the silence and, and
0: uh, being strong in that quiet but resilient way. I really love that. And, and off the back of that, Blerta, I was interested in how you came up with a lot of your directorial choices in, in working with Ilka on her performance, because you really allow the camera to come very close in the performance. So we're very intimate with her character. And then also in the editing, you know, you really allow us to sit and breathe within scenes. We're not kind of constantly cutting away to add emotion. It's really about the central focus being the performance. Um, and so how did you set about either storyboarding or conceptualizing where you wanted the camera to be to bring us into the story in that way Uh, well for well first of all i
1: mean in that in that sense um i really i really like working with actors and i think i pay after writing the script actors and the performances is something that i really pay a lot of attention to and i try to do my best in that and having said that when we were working with ulka and all the other actresses, but because Yuka is so, so much more present and we needed to, to really focus on Faria's character, we really had long conversations about how does it feel to be her. Um, and when you were speaking about the silence and everything on how do we really portray that attitude, that what she feels inside, the things that are not spoken but felt, and how can we make the audience feel that? Um, because and, and that's this, how we had a really long conversations between each other besides doing the rehearsals and the text and the I don't know on set rehearsals and everything we really talked a lot about how we felt during the war I mean for the first time yuka told me how she left Kosovo during the war and I for the first time told her how she, I left Kosovo with my mother and my brother and how my sisters were left here so we spoke, we, we opened up about our wounds and our things that the uh, things that we've gone through uh, in a way to really also bring back those memories and understand how we felt and try to be closer to Fahri try to be closer to her skin in a way so that we can portray that so that we don't pretend we know something we don't know and we both came Uh, we both became mothers on the way while we were writing the process. So we were also trying to explore that and how must it have felt to have two small children and lose your husband and have to provide and deal with society and everything and your needs and not even be able to talk about it. And that's what we wanted to portray through performance and the camera. Um, Because when we met Fahriya, she's such a real person. She's like a head a hero but a real hero and and we wanted the camera to be real and to feel that silence and the minimal elements we wanted the camera to be on her the most of the time and and with Alex Bloom we really try to pay attention on how can we make this film uh, feel realistic and and feel what Fahriya's character is feeling as as a camera as an audience as an as a spectator who's viewing her actions and, and her, every little movement of her, of her face so that's why we decided to stay to have the camera stay on her most of the time and then with our amazing editor Annie Sarachi we really uh, we were really paying attention on focusing the story on Fahriye and how do we really tell that empowering story of her in a very intimate way so also in editing, we did a lot of like, we paid a lot of attention of where should we cut? When should we see three frame. When people tell us three frames play a lot of role we sometimes, I think sometimes we neglected, but in this film it was really about, really three frames more or less to really get the moment of Fahria, whether whether when she was alone or whether she was um, in, in the group with women. So I think we all try to like really build around how does really Fahria feel and try to portray that
0: in camera editing, acting, everything. And as, as well as the film really capturing how she feels, it also, instead of giving a lot of exposition and detail and this, this is how other people are impact, again, it's really about those central emotions and, and the way that it affects this entire community. And a couple of scenes that really stood out were the moment where you have everybody kind of standing around the steps and people are holding pictures of their lost ones or the scene inside where she's going to potentially identify the clothing of her husband and you have the tables all lined up and I was just interested in, in how you wanted to approach filming scenes like that to really capture the emotion and the impact that it has on a community and why it was more important to tell the story in that way than giving us a lot of expositional details.
1: I really, uh, yeah, I really wanted to, to like, uh, be intimate with everything and be with Faria, even if we're in the protest scene, uh, even if we're, when she goes to identify clothes and, because I really wanted to just more have the reflection of the person, then try to make people feel emotional about exposing something or giving detail, even in terms of like information in general. Um, I knew a lot of people are not, haven't gone through war or don't live in, so, in patriarchal societies. Uh, and in a way I, I really wanted the, the character to feel human and realistic. And so people can relate to her and what she's actually going through and feeling and fighting with her rather than wondering where is this story happening? Is it in Kosovo? Where is Kosovo? What's going on in terms of culture, politics, and everything. Um, So I really wanted, even in the protest, I mean, I wanted to see other people's faces and and we see extras and and we see pictures, which are pictures of real missing people. I wanted to see those faces because, uh, because they were in a, in a very documentary way because that's actually the actual place where a lot of protests happen uh, in the city of Pristina and we did it in the same place and Fahriye made a lot of protests there for real. Um, but, um, but in terms of like scenes with um, um, identifying the clothes, um, me and Alex, and it, it was actually Alex's proposal that he was like, I think we're so close to her a lot of time. I think when she enters the room in this biggest moment of her, maybe, maybe we want to stay and give her her intimacy as an audience and, and in sort of like respecting that moment and kind of uh, letting that. And I really liked that idea. And, uh, and, and I think it worked because we're all the time so close to her and we come closer later on the scene, but we just really let her do, uh, do her walking in the scene and go to identify the clothes, uh, which uh, she, after she starts crying, we go closer to her and really be with her. But I thought, we thought, because it wasn't just me, it was talking with Alex Inuka, and nilka every, and everybody. I think we thought that focusing more on the character and being more intimate on her, uh, would people would relate more and feel her inner world rather than trying to express and, and, and show uh, expose a lot of
0: details on the other side. Yeah. And and Yilka, off the back of that, I was interested in hearing about, you know, your experience and, and how you found your performance in that moment where she is going to identify the clothes, because off the back of what you were saying before about kind of how she's a character who holds everything in, that is one of the moments where we get to see everything. And it's not even just that moment. It's the culmination of being in this kind of holding space of grief where she can't even necessarily move on because she doesn't know what type of grief it needs to be yet.
2: Yeah that was um that was a hard scene to shoot and uh, we we were all uh, crying and um you know it it helped i mean as as uh, ironic as it is if the background like being a, a kosovo kid who who was a refugee and who was a war survivor in a way those things those uh, experiences help you as an actor you know you don't have to uh, imagine you know exactly how that feels you know exactly how it feels to uh, to lose somebody a loved one or <clears throat> You know the fear of of uh, of war and and everything because we have been through that we lived that that those are our experiences. I wish they never happened, but they did, and now I just embrace them and try to use them for my performances, which is a plus in a way. You know, in all the the um, as tragic as that that was that time for us. So um, I I. Uh, we did, I don't know how many takes, but uh, it was one of the the scenes that it really drained me, drained everything out of me. But I loved it because Faria needed that moment. You know, she needed to not hold it anymore. She needed, to, because she's a human being after all. You can be a superhero and you can be everything, but you're a human being. We are vulnerable and we need to, you know, let it loose sometime. <laughs> uh, and um it helped. I mean, the moment, the, the way the, the, the classroom was and the clothes, uh, how they put the, the set designers, how they put the clothes and everything, it just, I don't know, just by the moment I walked into that classroom, I was there. I just, I really was there. i I've, i I just thought about all of those people, all of those fellow Albanians and people who lose somebody and go through that, go through the process of identifying, as much as you maybe want to, to know that at least I have a, I have a, an answer. It's a closure. It's the end. You know, I, I found them. They're not anymore, but you know, I found them. At the same time, you don't want to find them. You know, it's, it's that uh, kind of dilemma. Uh, but I felt that it was, it was honest and it was, uh, it was real and raw and, um, uh, and a bit hurtful, uh, honestly, because, uh, th- this, this whole, uh, film and, uh, making of it uh, brought back memories. It was a healing process. I always say it because we, as Berta said, we talked about a lot of things that happened to us and our families during the war and even before the war, during the ocu- occupation, like the nineties, but, um, at the same time, just uh, knowing that there are people, we are the lucky ones, to be honest, because we we are uh, kids from uh, born and raised in the capital city, and we were not uh, that much affected like people uh, in Kruša, for example, or other, other uh, smaller towns or villages in Kosovo. And then um, it just hits you, you know, it hits you. You feel uh, you feel their pain, you feel their, their loss. And uh, for us, maybe war ended in 1999, but for those people who lost loved ones and uh, they never fa- found their remains, w- war is still going on, you know, it's not over for them. And they never had the chance, a real chance to have a closure or to move on with their lives. And then that hits you, and it, and it hurts a bit, you know. And you just try to, as an actor, you try to do your job. But after that, you go home and you just think, like, God, I'm lucky. But at the same time, how how hard it is for these people, you know. And I I, I hope I did I did the right thing. I did I I made the right the right choice as, as an actor, and I honored her and and people like her.
0: Yeah. And and Glirta, in the telling of the story, you know, obviously, you're keeping a lot of details very true to life. But like any narrative, there are moments where you're adding certain details or enhancing certain details for the emotional trajectory or the way that you're telling the story on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one example is the the table in the home, you know, that belongs to her husband is something that you added to the story because that's a real that table represents her husband's presence and and the the lingering presence in the home, even though he's not physically there and and what it means to her emotionally when she has to potentially try and sell this table, not because she wants to, but for the money because of the emotional connection. And so what were some of the other details like that, that you really wanted to interweave into the way that you told the story because of how they enhanced the, the truth of what you're capturing on screen?
1: Um, yeah, one of those, I mean, one of the stories that was always for me interesting was the bees, um, that I'm, I'm really scared of insects, but I decided to make a film with bees. Um, but, um, Faria told me once that she, um, she started the business with bees because some international organizations gave bees to, to the women so that they can uh, make money from something. And, and she was like, but, but I, but they didn't like me. She was like, because I was sad every time I would go to them and they would just sting me at some point. She was like, I ended up at the emergency room because so many bees uh, stung me. And um, I was like, that's really, um, that's really, I didn't know that about the bees. And, and when she told me, I was like, that's so interesting because I didn't know that bees can feel how you feel. Feel and be scared of you and if you're like upset and not calm with them they can sting you I was like that's so amazing and such an, a living metaphor because she was going through a lot and and the society was prejudicing her and then and then the bees were stinging her so I was like everything was a little bit against her but Uh, The bees in real life, she gave up the bees uh, pretty quickly and then, and then continued with Ivar and she tried a lot of things because she was that kind of person that she tried a lot of of work to do before she got to Ivar. Uh, But um, for me, it was interesting to keep the story of the bees because of what they represented. And because, because I thought through that, we can tell her inner world more and uh, without having to explain a lot. And because Uh, And through them to kind of find the healing process that she does in the end of the film when she makes peace with them. So that's something that wasn't in real life. She she didn't keep the bee. I mean, she kept them for a while and tried to sell honey and honey wasn't selling. And 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 the bees wouldn't produce uh, a lot of honey because she didn't know how to work with them. Uh, But for me, it was important to keep it as a memory from the husband and also as something that would portray, would tell us more a little bit about uh, her inner world and her anxiety. Because for me, it was always interesting. She lost a husband uh, in many ways. She lost a husband because she lost the person she loved. Then she lost, because she lives in a patriarchal society, she lost the man of the house. And then she lost the father of her children. So I think for her, it was every corner, every time, every way she would turn her head, she would feel the absence, his absence. And I wanted, and and how do you portray that on a film? So I wanted to use these elements because as Ulka says, there's no closure to their story. Really, their pain must be so big that every day they feel something, something reminds them of what happened to them. And how do you portray that on film? Is like trying to use these small elements that really remind the audience also about how hard it is in this, how hard it is anyhow to lose someone, but also specifically when, when you're living in, in certain
0: society. Yeah. I mean, I love that that mention of part of the presence and the way that we feel him is even just that kind of like turning around and, and feeling his presence. And and so off the back of that, Yilka, um, what are some of the ways or what were some of the challenges in in creating a performance where you're bringing this character's presence? Who's never present on screen? And yet we still feel him because we feel your character's connection to him at every single moment in the way that you're giving your performance. Um, well,
2: um, when I met Fari, uh, uh, not the first time, but the second time, I I uh, asked her uh, some personal questions, you know, because she she's friendly and she just loved us from the beginning and was open to to work with us and help us and inspire us. And um, the question that I asked her, I mean, uh, those are the ones that helped me understand the way she feels about she felt for real about her husband, you know, and. Um, uh I just I just uh, I, I was uh, how can I say this? Uh, I tried to stay as uh, true to the answers that she gave me, you know, uh, regarding her husband and their relationship. And uh, that helped me to to kind of like, uh, you know, understand understand that feeling. Also, uh, personally, um, what helped me, is that um, again, going back to, to uh, our past, uh, I was separated from my family during, during uh, the war in Kosovo for a week, uh, more than a week. Uh, I think it was nine days to be, to be precise. And uh, I was 16. So I knew exactly how it feels to think about somebody that you love and not know if they're okay or, or they're not okay are if they're alive or not, or not alive, you know, under exact uh, circumstances, because Faria was, the war took her husband, but the war never, never ended for Faria or for her community, you know, and uh, there was always, she had her inner war, like she wanted to do something and, and, and she was judged for it and uh, she didn't have money to, to start building something, this and that. And I understood those, those, uh, I mean, from my own experiences i i just took parallels of my of my experiences and and um uh, uh what she told us and and how blerta was was telling her story and it, they just kind of like you know they connected the dots connected and and it was it it became the 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 whole after after uh a while and again of course i i always trusted uh Glerta and uh, any any question that I had, any um, you know doubt that you may have uh, about yourself as an actor, like is this okay? Should we? Should I do this like this, or do you want me to do it differently? she was there and she was convincing which is uh which is uh, very important and and uh, it gives you the the uh assurance that you need that you're doing what you're doing is working and uh, you just you just should continue to do it you know so that's that i don't know if it makes sense or not <laughs>
0: It makes so much sense. And I appreciate both of you sharing so much detail about this film. It's a really, really remarkable and impactful piece of storytelling. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk all about it. Really appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thank you.